Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Thank you to C. Wilmot. Oh, maybe C.E. Wilmot. Anyway, for telling us, once a week is not enough, her review reads... Love listening to this podcast weekly. Wish you were on more than once a week. You guys are so real and relatable. I love that you share the good and the bad. My favorite time to listen to you is when I'm running. Good for you. Because I forget that I am even exercising as I laugh out loud. Keep up the great show. I look forward to hearing more in the new year. Okay. Well, I'm Thank your you host. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. So I figured we'd talk, we'll talk a couple of things on this episode. We're going to talk about a Danish cartoon called John Dillerman, which, which translates to penis you're not man. E- you're just, you're not even going to believe this story because I just found out about it and I, my jaw is on the floor and we need to talk about it. And so we'll chat about that, which I found interesting. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about will come through my mom life moment, uh, which is basically, you know, Sophia is, is going to be 12 next month and we moved in the middle of this pandemic and she started middle school in the middle of this pandemic and she cannot find friends. She mm. is struggling and she doesn't do any extracurricular activities anymore because we've moved and in the middle of the pandemic, we haven't signed her up for anything. And, um, she is, she is just struggling and I feel like I'm living middle school again with her mm. and I'm exhausted by it. She's sad because she's assuming that there's something wrong with her that people don't want to be friends with her for. She is too young to understand that, um, you know, people are weird and they will do, you know, like they choose, they choose to, you know, the, these are also middle school kids who have zero ability to properly communicate, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age where they're all on their cell phones yep. and they don't look up and make eye contact with each other or have actual conversations and she's struggling to find any type of connection or friendship. And I, I'm like tapped out and I don't, I have no good advice to give her. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. Yeah. So um, now we're going to awkwardly segue away from your story and then segue back. Um, today we have Stephanie from Nebraska opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hey, this is Stephanie from Nebraska. I have three wonderful girls that are 10, 8, and 3. Let's open the show with the mom fail because anyone who hasn't is a total, total liebacker. Yeah, I'm 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 stressing over here with one girl. I couldn't imagine three going through puberty. Thank you, Stephanie. I heard an airplane. I thought there was more coming. That's why I didn't no, say anything. The airplane <laughs> is the lawn guy. They they I think they sit out and they wait until we start recording mm. and then come in. Because I, I love that. I saw them about ten minutes ago, and now that we started, they're here. It adds like a nice white noise effect. Um, but yeah, thanks, Stephanie. You're awesome. 
Um, okay. So Meredith, I've never been in your position. I, I feel like I am the kind of mom who, if my kid was sad about not finding friends, I would curl up in a ball and cry and be devastated because I never want my kids to feel hurt and sad. Have you Googled it? Well, what I, what I, uh, what I think we're going to do is try and find when she gets home from school today, I'm going to sit her down and I'm going to say, okay, I understand your feelings. I understand you're upset about this, but instead of just sitting here and complaining every day, which is what the two of us are doing is just complaining about the fact that you're not being able to find friends or connect with people. Um, we have to proactively do something about it. So let's find an extracurricular activity that you want to do and let's try it because we tried golf. She didn't like that. We tried swim. She didn't like that. Um, she doesn't want to go back to gymnastics because the poor kid had literally a career ending injury at the age of um, 10. 10. She needs to do drama. Right. Well, I agree with that, but there's, I don't think there's community theater open right now with the pandemic still. So what I, what I'm going to approach her with is I'm going to say, okay, do you want to do dance classes? Because there's, there are dance classes down the road from us that you can do hip hop dance. You can, yeah. I mean, you love that stupid freaking TikTok. Don't the, say stupid freaking TikTok when you're all up on Stupid freaking TikTok <laughs> with all of the dances and whatever. And so why don't like hip hop dance could be something like, I'm not saying you have to go do ballet, but they have hip hop. They have, um, tap they have whatever like if you want to try that like I think you know that she loves art so we definitely we we buy her like canvases and clays and all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff and she does that but she I, I think the problem with that is um not that there's no problem with it but there's nobody else to do it with so until she's like in in a club or something which they're not even having those at school right now yeah um I don't think well, I can do anything about that but well, it, it's not an ideal time to make friends, really, mm -mm. other than virtual friends because of the way that the world is. W hear me out. Patent this, okay? You come up with an app. It's like Tinder, but for kids. It's called Playdate. Maybe something different and not so suggestive, but it's for kids, specific ages, and they have photos and their favorite activities, and then you become like pen pals or virtual friends, and you Zoom each other, and you play Roblox together, or you do art together, and you like find friends your age online. It would be great for kids who are in remote places where they're not around a lot of kids. There would have to be a bunch of safety protocols in place, but it would be face-to-face -face Zooms with the kids so you know they're actual kids. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a creepy old dude pretending to be somebody else, but then you become Zoom buddies. Maybe well, that's what we'll call she, it, Zoom buddies. She has one friend from back home who she um, FaceTimes with a lot, Good. the two of them, because she the, the girl from home is is doing virtual school, and then she, so they do have each other for that. <gasps> she snuck down here with a ping pong ball. Sophia, <laughs> Ruth is the Ruth. It just so, wants to. So eat I had house. I had an idea this morning thinking because this we were talking about this yesterday, and you know we have that camera, and I was thinking of getting her signed up to learn photography. Then I thought that's a solo thing; you do that out on your own, and I don't know if that would make it worse or not. I mean, it wouldn't help the making friends thing unless she was in some kind of photography class with other photographers. But it might be a good way for her to pass the time and take her mind off of the fact that there aren't many friends around. Yeah. 
Now, now I do have to say that th- there are a, a lot of kids, and I was really proud of her. She, and I said this yesterday. She made a comment because we asked, you know, Meredith's she, disassociating right now. <laughs> she's done. Sorry. She's done. Um, you know, she's done stuff with other girls in the neighborhood and so forth. And we we always tell her, you know, contact them again or whatever. And she goes, you know, she said part of the problem is that they all want to just be on their phone, and she wants to play. She, she she wants to do things and ride her bike and this and doesn't want to just be on her phone. And sometimes then, you know, finding common ground is a little more difficult. Well, they're not the right friends for her, man. There's still got to be some adventurous kids out there somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure there are. I think, I think. It sucks, though. It's just we're in this weird spot still because, you know, we're still trying to be, we're still trying to be really careful with, you know, being being out and about you know like i haven't left my house yet this week like i've not left my home so it's we're still just trying to be really careful and she does see there are some kids at school that she likes and she'd like to spend some time with but like i I think i said it already on one of the other podcasts she asked me if she could go to her birthday party and the answer was no it was at an indoor trampoline park and it's like no you can't go to an indoor trampoline park right now we're still in a pandemic I'm not comfortable with that. I understand that her family is comfortable with that, but and I respect that, but you can't attend the party. And she got really mad at me because she's like, this is the girl that I really like in my class who I think we could be friends if I could just go do something with. And I was like, so ask her if she'd like to do something on, on a weekend that's outdoors. I'll take you guys someplace outdoors. I would ju- I'm just more comfortable outdoors. So, you know, she's, it's not like this is a normal, I just wish for normal. I just want mundane and normal, like, you know, like everybody else. Limelight theater. Someone just said limelight theater in St. Augustine. That's the one I saw. But I, I think Yeah, I don't, shut, I don't think down. they're open right now, but we can Google it. They didn't look open. We drove past the other day. So that's the extent of your research? Driving past. One time and being like, well, theater's out. out. No, it's I, dark we, in there. We literally just found it the other day. I didn't know it existed. And when we drove past, I was like, oh, that's that would totally be cool for Sophia. And then um, that was the extent. Yes. Um, <laughs> but she's and she's but here's the other thing, too, because, you know, Sophia, she's so extra, right? When I yeah. asked her last time, what would you want to do? She was like, bitch was like, I want a horseback ride. I was like, we are not. <laughs> horse people like we we are not in that tax bracket and she's like why I mean I just need my own saddle my own and I was just like oh my gosh I was like Sophia that's a lot of money for an activity and we don't have a horse so we'd have to go and pay somebody for their horse and their time and whatever and she's like I just there are other people who do it and I just think that I would be really good at it and I'm like I'm sure you would be wonderful at horseback riding but I don't know if that's um, financially the right fit for us at this moment in time. Right. But she, um, it's open. I don't know. Horseback riding is outside and it is open and there are horses available. Apparently I'm saying limelight's open. Oh, somebody said it's open. I am saying it. I'm Googling it right now. Oh, okay. Well, I'll call. I'll see if they have a, and there's lots of fun looking kids. Posing with a Jesus doll for a nativity scene. Posing with a Jesus doll. With carrots. And carrots. Okay. 
Yeah, check it out. But but I hear Jennifer, you. I, 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 Jennifer says my my 14-year-old has a horse. And yes, it's expensive, but it keeps her off of social media and out of trouble. And I agree with that statement a million percent. So I'm, you know what? I'm not throwing horseback. I take it back. I'm not throwing horseback riding off the t- off the table. I'm going to allow her to look at horseback riding. I'm going to regret this. I'm going to allow her to look at horseback riding hip-hop classes, and this drama thing when she Good. gets home from school today. That's what we're going to do. I think the photography thing would be great for her. Because we already own a camera and it's free. No, because she likes going out and doing stuff and she can take the camera with her. Well, she can still do that if you want to. Yeah, wanna I don't do, think like, it has to be the only thing she no, does. No, I, I just, I'm just saying when she gets home from school, I mean, those are the three things. What did she do things. this week, right? So this week... Care, she, it's at the birth of Jesus. Somebody just... This week she got she, she got in a little trouble this week because the, the rule is don't put anything up on the walls because when we when we moved I found about a million different holes and ripped off paint because they go through scotch tape like it's their job. <gasps> Somebody just said something amazing in here and I think we found an awesome connection. Okay. The Florida School for the Deaf and Blind is here. It's really close to us. We drive past it all the time when we go into town. Sophia came out the other night, and what did she say, Dave? Oh, she wanted to learn sign language. I want to learn sign language. Oh, my gosh. What if we find her? um, What if we connect with the school, and she could maybe um, learn sign language and Volunteer. volunteer or work with some of these kids? They could teach her sign language. That was a great idea. I'm writing that, that was down a too. moment. That was an aha moment. That was she literally just said that those words just came out of her mouth like two nights ago. It was fate. That was yeah. a good idea. Well, I mean, whoever the, said that, thank you. The thing you. I was saying, she's she's always printing. She's always asking to print pictures to decorate her room. So <laughs> Dave's like start. back to me complaining about them hanging stuff up yeah. on the wall. Yeah, it really. Here's such a dad thing. This pisses him off like none other. There's so when much they tape put on the tape wall, on the wall and they put it on the doors, and you can't take it up. It, whoever bought our old house, there's tape that's been painted over because I couldn't pick it up. I just painted <laughs> it over. I gave up and I just painted right over it. But um, yeah, she printed like 15 pictures and taped them all over her walls. And they're all black and white pictures, very artistic type things. And that's what she wants. She wants. In her defense, she came out and asked, asked you if you would print them and if she could hang them and you were napping. And so you rolled over and you said, oh, whatever. And so she went in and taped them everywhere. And then you went off on her and yelled. And she was so sad. And she looked at me and she's like, he said whatever. I thought that meant okay. And I went, just shh, can't just stay. ask a question I when said, someone's just, napping. Just, shh, just stay in here. I'll help you take it off the wall. It'll be fine. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> what yeah. about some command strips? That's what I said. Yeah. I even went and bought her a frame. A collage frame so she could put them up. I know, but that was after you yelled at her and, and acted like the get off my lawn guy with the tape on the walls, but it's it's, it's fine. Um, Can we talk about King Dingling? Because yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Is that where your mind has been this whole time? That's not his name. I just can't. But so... So there's a, there's now the guy who created this, it's a Danish cartoon that is targeted at kids ages uh, four to eight. And he said that this idea came to him um, as he was telling, I believe, his kids' bedtime stories. And the what character... kind of... <laughs> the character is called John Dillerman, and it translates to Penis Man. And John Dillerman is basically a superhero. He has an extremely long penis, 
um, that his penis, uh, he can pogo stick on his penis. He can helicopter fly in and save the day on his penis. I watched him use his penis as a whip and lasso to lasso a lion from eating children at the zoo. Um, he also uses his penis for, you know, just like day to day things. He was, um, holding a hedge trimmer and, and trimming his hedges with his penis. Um, and the thing about his penis is you can't see the penis because he wears a sweater that has a sleeve that his penis goes into. So the penis itself is covered by the sweater. It kind of looks like a Where's Waldo, Waldo sweater. sweater. Um, red and white stripes. Um, and the penis can also be retracted like a go-go gadget arm. Okay, listen, this it's not it's not real. It is real. I've watched episodes. There is no way. It's real. That this is geared towards children, like actually geared towards children. There's I no- have Danish people who follow my page. She was in a live the other morning and she told me this is real. My kids and I watch the show. Okay. Now, let me say this without being a jerk. What? Um, okay. I can't say it without being a jerk. Why? Like, so the reason they're saying that they're doing this cartoon is because they want to desexualize the human body and just say parts are parts. And, and it's nothing that you have to be ashamed about. So they're trying to, but I think this does the opposite. It, it, It basically makes it the most wonderful thing in the world that should be revered. Right. I wish I had a big penis, like, Ding dong Dillerman. <laughs> Ding dong Dillerman. And then the kids are running around the house helicoptering their weens, lassoing milk cartons, trying to listen. It's like having a cartoon like my vag flaps can fly <laughs> now, me around now, town. Now, 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 they said they said that they they thought about doing it that way where it was a woman who had a, a, vag- a vagina who lassoed well, things and whatnot <laughs> with her labia? I, apparently, I guess with her labia. But they felt that penis man. Um, it was just a. It was just more believable um, that his dingle dang would be able to lasso a lion than a than a vagina lassoing a lion. Okay, so then I'm a pretty open minded person, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to knock parents' decisions because I make crappy parenting decisions on the daily so my question was why as a parent would you want to your kids to see this and the answer is because they're trying to teach them that it the penis isn't a sexual thing that it is just another body part like no other that's the reason well which i can understand article said that i read about how the show came to be and what the what the purpose of it was and you have to understand that we our country is considered to be very prudish around sex and there are many european countries that are very very open um about sexuality and nudity and the human body and it's not as overly sexualized as it is here in the united states um with all of this being said i'm holding no judgment on penis man um, I luckily uh, got out of that while my kids were not in the age that they, they would be. Um, now, if this show were on like, like, uh, 
what's it called? Adult Swim on Comedy Central. That's where it, it sh- I imagine it would be. I would watch John Dillerman and the adventures that him and his crazy penis get him into. Like I would be all about watching it, but I don't know. I'm 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 going to hold judgment on this one simply okay. because I think it's um I well, I think it's I think it's funny, but I I definitely don't know if it's uh appropriate for children but then again i don't necessarily know what is anymore here's what people are saying this is grooming um save our children from this madness great show finally i don't feel secure insecure any longer i love john dillerman best tv show ever um john dillerman go ignore the haters we love you Um, it's claymation by the way it's not it's not like a real person that they strap some massively long (laughs) fake penis onto it's it's claymation every year there is a new level of insanity in this world (laughs) this is absolutely ridiculous yeah i don't Um, know i don't know a lot of people are saying somebody said demon devil child groomers um do you think i don't do you think that it's a grooming thing I I mean I don't I I I I have no idea I I have no idea I I don't know if the I I also don't know if the thoughts behind this guy creating it you have to understand the thoughts behind this guy creating it and we don't really know his thoughts because well, he can one say one thing I and it could be another was one of the people that that brought this show to be or promoted it was one of the big players in the Me Too movement in Denmark in in really bringing that to light and this this is something that came out of that for them. Um, so in, in some okay. way, shape or form, it's a, it's, it, it, I, I do believe the statement of trying to make it a more positive image. I, I, you know, no, I don't know. If they- I, I was, I, we only brought this to discussion because we, it was outrageous and felt like just only 2020 could birth a John Dillerman, right? Like, that's what I felt like. I felt like 2020, what a year. You know, the year that brought us Tiger King and uh, all of these things. And now we've got Danish claymation penis man. Like, I, who, I have no idea. I have no okay. idea. Okay. You know, I, it's one of those things. This is very new information to me. I have to process it. But as of now, I don't feel, I just, I, I'm not in like a good mental space to have this conversation with my kids no, I don't, and I, answer their questions while watching it. And you, here's the, and you don't have to, because you don't, you don't, they don't have to watch it. I don't it, live in Dane. Right. Well, well, you don't have to, you don't have to. That's the whole thing. It's like. It's, Wait, Danish. What land is that? Denmark. Denmark. They don't oh. live in Dane. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at geography. Listen, my friend Jebba texted me the other day and she's like, I'm listening to some old podcasts and I came across one where you and Tiffany were both trying to do math. She goes, so I would really like it if you guys would do a show where all you do are answer like middle school math problems. And I was like, that wouldn't be are a very good show. Are you smarter than show. a fifth grader? That wouldn't be a very good show. Ooh, I could host a, are you smarter than a fifth grader? And, yeah. For you guys. And she goes, that sounds fun. She goes, why? And I said, well, because we're going to get everything wrong. She goes, that's the point. It's the best part of, of listening to you idiots get it wrong. And I was like, oh. We well, should totally then, yeah, do that. We can. We can do an are you smarter than a fifth grader? Because I'm not. I am. Mm. Um, yeah. So, and I don't know. It's not for me right now, but if it if it's making the world a better place, then I'm all about it. I would love to see how it pans out. 
I just, I don't think we have to, I don't, he, he, this is where, where I'm going with it. I found it odd. I found it hilarious, but I Did also, you? I also don't, I also don't have young kids and I wouldn't, if I had young kids, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let them watch it. I didn't let my kids watch SpongeBob. I thought SpongeBob was weird and I didn't like it. And I know lots of people love SpongeBob, but I was like, nope, that's one they're not watching. I, I grew up like watching it. Ren and Stimpy. I loved Ren and Stimpy. I loved, so I loved Doug. I loved Cat Dog. I loved a bunch of them. But like, was, there was something about SpongeBob did I you, didn't like. His did laugh. you like that show? Um, did you like the show Guts? <laughs> Shut up, Tiffany. <laughs> So, so I'm just saying like, you can, you can, here's the, here's the thing. You can think whatever you want. We're just bringing you the fact that this is happening. Why? Are people getting mad and disagreeing no. with me? No. Because I'll fight them. Nobody's getting, no. What I'm just saying is I just think kidding. it's, you know, it, it was weird. Yeah. If I you're into big, odd. big ding dong claymations, get, live your best life. What yeah. else? And, and you know, I was listening to the radio yesterday and the guy was talking about how the government kept aliens from us for so long thinking we wouldn't be able to handle it. But like in 2020, they're like, you know what? I think they're ready <laughs> after all the bullshit that they've been through this year. I think aliens will be the least to their problems. So let's go ahead and release all the documents on them. And they did. Oh, did what? they? Yeah. We have There's documents a now? Yeah. The, un, it's under the Freedom of Information Act. They had to release all the documents. Um, and so there's a website. I don't want to necessarily direct people there because I think it's um, advertised as like the secrets the government doesn't want you to know. And, you know, you got to be careful these days with that kind of stuff because people politicize it. But if you're interested in reading some government files and documents about aliens um, for fun, they're there. Some of the information still blacked out. So it, it says stuff like um, we encountered a spacecraft that was crashed at 0200 kilometers in the forest and we retrieved a, and then it says redacted from the inside and brought it to redacted who advised us to redact it. So some of the information still classified top, top secret, but a lot of it is available, like basically confirming that there have been these encounters over the years. Well, the end at the end of uh, 2020, there were there was an increase in the number of sightings. I think Ireland or somewhere. I mean, and several. It's it's always like northern place. I I've been just standing out in my lawn at night with my arms outstretched, yeah, just begging one of them to take me, yeah, just Please for like a get spin. Me out of here. Or like, do you want to be dropped back off or? Um, like if my whole family could come, I'd be down to just skirt. Yep. Everybody. Indefinitely. Um, if I had to leave my family behind, I probably would definitely, you know, I'd want to come back, but I'm, I'm more so in the movie cocoon. I think when I was really little, does it have that one lady from Ghostbusters in it? I have no idea. The lady with the name Sigourney Weaver. I don't know. It's got people in it. That's all I know. Oh, okay. People. Dave is the worst with actors and actresses. Don't ask him any. Don't ask him who anybody is. He's like the lady with the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. The hair. Yeah. She's got arms. Yeah. I, you know, I I, I fully believe I've said it time and again. I am team alien. 
Um, the, the universe is just so vast. There's no way that we're the only thing here. I just, I find that to be very narcissistic to think that we're the only being. We're as good as it gets. Yeah. Well, and like, <laughs> clearly look at us like, <laughs> what a f- mess. Like, oh yeah, we're, we're the prize pigs. Get out of here. Like, I'm, um, I'm, I just wish the aliens would come and be like, Hey, everybody just chill. Mm-hmm. Okay. It gets better. Um, pretty soon you guys are going to have bionic arms and be mm-hmm. able to float throughout our space. So just chill. Like you guys are getting all worked up about this stuff, but you don't understand that pretty soon you're going to be able to breathe stars, breathe stars, you, you know? Yeah. I, I have hope. Yeah. That something cool and interdimensional <laughs> happens in the next plane. Yeah. No, I, I mean, to me, it's like, abs- you know, look how, va- I mean, the universe is just, we're to, we live in one, what is it called? Solar system? One mil, one whatever in space. You, there are like a bajillion others. Systems yeah. and galaxies. Yeah, they're, they're, There's they're all like over the place. literally a bajillion galaxies. Unless you ask Elon Musk. What do you, why? He's, what are we He asking? says we're in a simulation. Oh, Lord. Too far? Too far. I can't go with Elon. The Truman, the Truman Show? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but no, I, 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 I don't know about that. A very philosophical. Yeah. Um, but I don't know about that. Did well, what did he you, name his kid? It was it just a series of of letters and numbers. X R. Like, how do you pronounce it? I don't know. I don't remember. It was it was something definitely unique. Oh yeah, but I just I I, I looked at it and then I thought to myself, how do you even yell that kid's name? Like when you want them to stop doing something. <laughs> XR fifteen one seventy five. <laughs> like what do you how do you yell at stop that? Stop putting tape on the walls. Yeah, there you go. Stop <laughs> exactly. putting tape on the walls. Uh so anyway. Any anyway. So well that's that's good. So, I'm glad they um let some of that information out. Do we um have a time to talk about this self care thing or no? I think so, right? Are we good on Yeah, time? unless you guys have somewhere to be. I, I- Okay, so you found this article. I, I think I saw it somewhere. You tell me about it really quick. Well, my editor wrote this. Oh, really? Oh, Meredith. Mm-hmm. That's where this, I saw and it. She came and she um, she messaged me and she's like, what do you think of this? And I was like, I've been saying this forever and I completely agree with you. And I think it's some bullshit that every time a woman... Um, vents and talks to somebody about being overwhelmed, they're like, well, just take a shower. And it's like, well, just, okay. Or just, you know, just sit in a timeout for five minutes in your bathroom. Or And it's like, this isn't self-care. That's not self-care. I hear you, and I get where you're going, but I actually disagree. Okay, let's do this then. <laughs> so I feel like what you guys said was that it's a basic human need, and... Well, why don't you tell me how you feel about it? Well, you would never, I don't, I don't think you would ever look at a dude and be like, you know what? You just need to go take a shower. Okay. You need to, you'll just, you'll feel so much better after you take a shower. Um, after why, because I just, I don't, I just, in my mind, that's not, you know what I say to Dave when he looks overwhelmed, why don't you go to the driving range and hit some golf balls? Why don't you just get out of here, go hit some golf balls, just, you know, just whack the ball with the stick. You'll feel so much better. I'm telling him to go somewhere, do something he likes. Um, when I'm overwhelmed, it's, hey, take a shower. You'll feel better. And it's like, well, I'll probably smell better. 
because uh, I smell right. like a bag of onions. But, you know, and I might feel a little bit better, but that to me is not the equivalent of a true. Now, do I think that it's unfortunately where we are right now, especially in the middle of a pandemic and with very limited options? Yes. I do mm-hmm. think hiding in your closet and and taking a shower and trying to grab some moments of silence is the semblance of self-care we have in this moment in time, but I don't think it's true self-care. Right. I mean, ideally, if we needed self-care, we would go and have a spa day and stuff like that. Like, that's a great form of self-care, but I think it depends on where you're at in life and the you know, what you can make. T- so for example, I, I see where you're going, taking five, 10 or even 30 minutes alone to think or have quiet, mo- having a quiet moment to gather your thoughts is not self care. Well, whole, that's a, for me, that is self care. Like that's magic. And I'm taking time to care for myself and nobody else in that time. And it recharges my batteries. And I feel like what you guys are saying is like, we should automatically get that. But which I agree, but the truth of the matter is we don't. Right. And sometimes we just can't. Same with a hot shower. You, for me, I love a hot shower. You rinse off all the negativity of the day. You think with your actual brain instead of going on your phone. It's a great way to decompress. Some of these I do agree with. Having, you know, eating a meal and or having a hot cup of coffee should not be a form of self-care. I totally agree. But for me, sometimes a cup of coffee is a nice little treat. Um, I'll brew a hot pot of coffee and I'll make it pretty and I'll put like delicious things in it and I'll just savor that cup of coffee. And it's a little moment for me that I really feel like I'm taking care of myself and I'm doing something that I want to do. And of course we should all absolutely get spa days and get to go and sit at the beach, but it's just not feasible depending on what stage of parenting you're at. And so, yeah, um, yeah, no, I agree with that. And so recognizing the little moments, like what is self-care to me might not be self-care to Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? And I, I so this is his hit. Not I think I, I see it. It's hit mainstream uh, media. And so there was a, a car commercial where where the family was driving somewhere and the, you know, the kids are being loud or whatever. And they get there and everyone gets out. And the mom doesn't get out. She just sits down and and hits like mom time. It actually was labeled like mom time when the seat reclines and music starts playing. She just sits in the car by herself. I haven't seen it. I mean, and I didn't really know. I scoffed. I audibly scoffed at the commercial because. But but it's true. I understand that it's true. I just think it's bullshit. But I understand why it's true, and I understand why it happens. But it doesn't make my the anger that is thrusting up out of my chest through my ribs, less fiery. <laughs> right. But, in, but order, true. in order for it not to be true, everything would have to change. Everything. In order for it not to be true, m- you know, men would probably have to stop working so much and help take over the load of parenting so that, moms don't have to find those little moments there would the the shift is the shift would we're we're 250 years away from this basically like the shift is going to take for so it's like so let me you know what we'll 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 end with this story that i'm going to tell about last night which is a good example of this um Okay. Don't well, you hush. Well, no, before you, before you get into your story, I, I think Tiffany, you, you hit it on the head there and 
we had a conversation. We have we have some friends, and we've realized that they're all in different stages mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the age of their kids, mm-hmm. and and the their you know our understanding has shifted because we don't have the young kids anymore that that need us every single second of of every day, right? I mean, they can come home and get their own snack and do their yeah. own thing, and and you know we monitor and all that stuff, but. We we don't have to be there doing all of the things for them all of the time. Like you are still living, so yeah, I I, I could see I see your point in that in that thirty yeah, minutes alone it, being relevant. And for some people, it just depends on what stage you're at. You know how you gauge your self care, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I could, I agree exactly. I agree right where you're coming from. With that. And you know what, self care could even be saying no. To something, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, self care could be standing up for yourself, like things like that you, you did, to... like you did with canceling that membership in person Dude. without well, crying. So I know, I missed that story. Yeah, that was big, yep. big day. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Did you storm out? No, no I was, it was polite. A positive but experience, I... right? Do what? It was a positive experience, right? That's yes, what I got from and it. part of it had to do with the fact that while the person did pressure me a bit. It wasn't an overwhelming pressure like the other guy at a gym who made me cry and unsign up 20 minutes into signing up because I didn't like how much he was pressuring me. But, but yeah, I said no and I stuck with it and I left without, with just having canceled something and I had never done that yeah. successfully. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was the, in that moment with you. you. Uh, I was, I was watching it on the stupid friggin' TikTok, and I really, I was there with you. Like I could hear the Rocky music and I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, you go Tiffany. But anyway, thanks. What yeah. happened last night? So, <laughs> so here is the, this is like, this is the difference between men and women. This is what I feel or moms and dad or just two different types of people. It doesn't necessarily have to be men and women, but okay, for us so, it is. Uh, no, 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 well, no. Well, let me just chime in. Oh. And before you tell your story, I need everyone to understand that I cooked a delicious dinner for my family last night oh. with food that I went to the grocery store and purchased. All right, go Was ahead. Is it exciting food? <laughs> I didn't eat it. <laughs> Out of spite? No, nope. right. no, no, because I was eating because I had I've been eating different things than them because I'm because I'm um I'm just eating different things than them right now. They had flour, they had tortilla shells, and I didn't want a tortilla shell. So anyway, um, so last night I'm sitting on the couch. I'm not going to tell you what I was doing on my phone, <laughs> 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 but it was a slug mageddon. And dinner dinner was done, and I look up. And Dave was washing the dishes. And I literally like looked away immediately because I didn't want to make eye contact with him. And I didn't want him to see that I saw that he was doing the dishes. And I was just like, I just, I, so I just tur- put my head back down and I continued to play the game. And I was like, wow, like he's, he's doing it. He's, he's doing it. He's finally taking full initiative. I didn't ask him to do the dishes. We didn't have a conversation about it. It was just, he got up and he started cleaning the kitchen. And I just, it was like, it was like when you don't want to make eye contact with a toddler because you don't want them to know that you're in the room and like come in, like, like you want them to do their own thing. So I just sat there like really, really quiet. And then I don't know how much time passed because I was playing this stupid game (laughs) and he comes back to the couch and he sits down and I thought, 
do I acknowledge that he did this? Do I what like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go into the kitchen and I'm gonna get my dessert and I'm not gonna say anything. And I walk over to the sink and it's full of fucking dishes. And I went, Oh man, Dave, I thought you you were here. You were in this you were actively washing the dishes. What happened? And he said, I did the dishes. What? I said, Dave, the sink is full of dishes. There's shit everywhere. The counters are not. What were you doing? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I went, am I where am I? Am I here? Am I? I thought I was in a simulation at that point because I had no clue what was going on. So then he looks at me, goes, oh, the microwave dinged. I made a potato and I forgot all about the dishes. I took the potato. I sat down and I ate the potato (laughs) and I went in the middle of doing the dishes, which you knew had to be done and was a task that was in front of you, you heard the microwave ding and you just abandoned everything. You took the potato and you left. Well, yeah, I had to eat the potato. That is the difference between... Okay, I think we need to talk about sides of the story here. (laughs) So I I cooked dinner and uh, I noticed the pizza pan that I, I... had in the oven, had some stuff burned on it. And I thought, oh, that needs to get scrubbed off. So I started scrubbing the pizza pan. While this was happening, I, uh, the reason I noticed it, I was cooking more food. I was cooking a potato in the microwave. Second dinner. He was making his second dinner, as we call it. I was feeding mushes. They both, the two of them eat like crazy. Feeding what? Matthias. Matthias. He and Matthias, because Matthias is basically a grown man now in my house. So I have another grown man in my house. So the two of them eat dinner. And then like 20, 30 minutes later, they're like, what can we eat now? Mm. So last night it was baked potatoes. So I'm, I'm in there and I start cleaning the dishes and then the potato was ready. So I went about preparing the potato and sat down to eat the potato. And, and then we, we, went in the office and she, you know, and she said something. I completely, honestly forgot that I was doing dishes. I mean, come and on. I walked, I, out, it. I walked out of the office <laughs> and I walked into the kitchen to get a glass of juice and I saw the pizza pan and I was like, oh yeah, I was doing dishes earlier because she was talking about it and I, I honestly didn't remember. And I was like, oh, she's right. I was doing dishes. But my point is, just remind me, hey, weren't you finishing these dishes? I did, what? at the sink. Well, you kind of, it, it wasn't that gentle of a reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's not that I want to forget them, or it, well, I just did. What would you have said if she was like, hey, buddy, just checking hey, in with you hey, to buddy. see the status of these dishes? <laughs> what would you have said? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I, you know, I, part of it is, there are several times she's like, well, I'm the only one that does the dishes or I'm the only one that does. We have three kids here. Don't be the only one. And I'm here. Don't do them. And, and tell someone else that, hey, it's your turn. You do it. And I'm okay with that. You I know? And just, if I'm not okay with it, I have to be okay with it. I would that's just like of, you to want to want to do the well, dishes. that's not yep. happening. I just want you to want to want to do the di- I loved, Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. I just hey, want pal. you to want to do the dishes. You know, and then actually finish them. Not like, not like, who do 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 do. Oh, potato, and then it's gone. Like to me, that's just like, what in the actual? F- where did we go from soapy sudsy hands to the palm olive commercial to potato? Like to me, I'm just lost there. 
I'm lost. Like finish the job. You would hate it if I started a job with you and you know what I'm talking about. And then I just said, oh, potato. And I didn't finish the job. <laughs> That's a little there. different. I don't know if it is. I Really? To me, I feel like those dishes have, had you done those dishes last night, potato would have happened. <laughs> Are you just going to start throwing potatoes at me now? <laughs> wow. I'm get hit by a potato. Uh, who wants what to an do analogy. the dishes? People. I'm just, I'm just, it was just, I literally got up and I went, looked in the kitchen and I looked around and I was like, it's like a battle scene in here. Nothing was done. Nothing so was where, where's the correlation with self-care? Wrap that in a nice bow for me. I was just saying how I think the mentality of men and women or people are very different. Like, like I would have had he finished those dishes and like cleaned the kitchen up for me, that would have taken a load off of my shoulders and it would have made me feel better. And I would have been happy with him for him having done it because he took the initiative, which he did take the initiative. Of course. He just potatoed. That's why sometimes... You just got to take a five minute self care break in the bathroom and decompress <laughs> and play some best fiends. So, and I didn't, we didn't fight about it. There no. wasn't an argument. There was, an, I just literally, it just, I, I was like this, it literally was one of those moments where I've now come, because, because five years ago, this would have been a knockdown, drag out brawl. But what I realized in that moment is we are literally such different people that to him, that was just, well, I did some dishes and then I potatoed. And that was it. And in my brain, it was, I would have, because I'm, I'm such a, such a anal retentive type A, Uh, every dish would have been done. Every counter would have been cleaned. Cause that's what, when I do the dishes or I start to clean the kitchen, there's start and finish. There's no potato. I'm so proud of you for recognizing though, that your brains are different and not expecting you from Dave. I think that's a big step. Well, that's the thing is there's no reason to fight about that at this point. Like it, he wasn't being malicious. I knew that. Right. A for effort. I just looked, I just looked at it like, I mean, you have to understand that I don't want to do things that upset you. I don't, I don't want to do things that make you more tired or unhappy or anything like that. I I just don't think about them the same way you do or think that. I would react to it the same way that you would. Yeah, that no, that you're right. I don't but, think I think most married couples probably probably in the high ninety percent have that like, same I, exact. I, I'm I'm reading a comment and Ashley is right. You know, I needed a self care moment from the dishes and the potato was ready. <laughs> no, I needed, needed some self care. No, I took a minute for myself. Nerd. So so Nerd. Dave, what do you, is that what you consider self care? Like golfing. And eating potatoes, is that like sufficient <laughs> self-care for you? I'm not being sarcastic. I'm curious. Well, look, actually, and, and I'll be honest here. So we, we just had, we, we had a, a pretty major disagreement last week. Um, and, uh, you know, we moved and, and all that. And from the move and this, the, the stress of this year, the decision fatigue, I know Meredith says it all the time, the decision fatigue, because everything the kids want to do comes to me. Can I do this? Can I do that? And I'm, I'm tired I'm, I'm worn out. And one of the things that I started doing was escaping it. So I would, I would take and I would, oh, yeah, we got a little echo over here. Yeah. It's not weird how it just, so I would, I would just leave. I would go to the driving range and there was work to be done and there was this and there was that and stuff just kept going and building and building and building. And the more it built up, the more I wanted to escape it. 
Right. Right. And, and that happened for a few months. Um, I just never, from the move on, I never, I haven't recovered, you know, I was mm. burnt out and, um, you know, I, I don't even in her thing was, well, I've, haven't said anything about you doing all of this stuff, thinking it was your self care, but I wasn't even viewing it as self care. I was viewing it as just an escape to 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 get away, and I didn't. I, mean, I know that sounds kind of counterproductive that escaping is not self care, but it was it was just an alternative to the overwhelm, and I just didn't handle it properly. That's real. Well, I understood it once he said it to me, but I assumed every time he was going off to hit golf balls or going to play golf, I was like, he's getting time to himself. But to him, the problems are still there. Right. Right. But I was viewing it of, you took a break, now come back and do the fucking work. Like, let's go. And that's because, and I have a very hard personality to deal with, obviously. Retweet. Look, I'm not, I'm, I don't paint a different picture. I know exactly what I am. And I, and, and I'm a workaholic. I will work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I have no, I have no problem with it. I, I work and I have a, I actually have a problem with downtime because I don't know what to do with myself and it makes me more anxious. Yeah. So I am, I am a grade A number one workaholic and, and because he's married to that, I poke and say, let's go, let's get this done. Let's move to the next thing. Come on, come on, come on. You know, and I'm always giving him other projects to do and this and that. And he he can't, you know, he can't handle that sometimes. Well, let, I mean, that's uh, you talk about work. I mean, that's what I did for 20 years was workaholic. That's all I that's I'm, I'm a worker as well. And I, I don't know. It, it was just it, it to me. The, the biggest issue this year has been the thousands of seemingly inconsequential decisions I've had to make. Mm. Right. I mean, just can, when would you think telling your kid, can I go ride my bike? Well, with who, you know, all those little things. Right. I mean, and, and they just all come my way. And then, you know, the other thing I explained to Meredith that really got me whenever something major or adversarial comes up, like we have to deal with something difficult. I'm the one that steps in to do it. and, And I do it so that she doesn't have to take that stress. And it, and it just wore on me. I mean, mm. getting the mortgage for our move, right? That took like that two and a half. That was such a painful that, experience. I, I would have re- preferred to just get beat with a bat because it would have been easier, right? And just a Listen. lot of little things like that. And they just built up and I, I, didn't, I didn't address them properly. And, and, you know, everyone suffered because of it. This year is bringing about some major self-realization on your guys' side. And I'm so impressed. Like, Meredith, you are having a better understanding of you and you know what you're doing that bugs him. And Dave is recognizing ways he's escaping and why he's getting to it. And I could tell you right now, based on what you guys are saying, exactly what the other person needs from the other person. You guys have made it obvious, so hopefully you two can figure that shit out and start making an effort. Yeah, well, that's the goal, right? If we're going to have to talk later so you can fill me in. (laughs) It's mainly (laughs) Meredith. Okay, all right, all right. Meredith, just start sending the kids to Meredith. Go ask your mom. Meredith, make some some of those decisions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he, yeah, I could do that. (laughs) I could do that, I guess. Me and I'm actually, I'm a little envious and in awe of you two. I wish that I know that there's so much shit I do 
that gets to Drew, but he just won't talk to me about it. So I'm going to like take advantage of it as long as I can. Until right. He but tells the thing me. is, is this, but we're the same way until the explosion. Like I poked at him enough until he, expl- like he was Mount Vesuvius the other day because <laughs> I poked and, and caused it to, re- otherwise he keeps it in. And I just tell yeah. him, if you'll j- just tell me when it's happening, if you just let me know when it's going let on. Let out a little steam, a little you know, at a time. Like I said, I said, it's basically we're living in like a pressure cooker right now. If you don't yep. hit that steam valve and let the vent, you're going to have the explosion. And <sighs> I just wrote about that this morning. Yeah. And, and, and he, um, he does that. And I said to him, like, just, just tell me, just tell me in that moment or tell me what's going on. And I, and, and we'll figure it out. But I'm looking at this scenario of you being gone every day for a couple of hours to go hit golf balls at the range as your ability to decompress and kind of get through your day. And you're coming back and telling me, no, that's not what I was doing. And it's like, well, what the fuck were you doing then? Like, cause to me, that's what it looks yeah. like. And that's the picture that's been painted. So tell me that that's not what's happening. Um, you know, because no, it is. And that should be that time. I, I, I was just, just saying that I, I didn't take it that way because I just, it was my out. That's right. It. Which is fine. We, we've, we've, we got it squared away. It was a two day fight though. It wasn't like, it was a, two, a two day conversation. Nope. It was a fight. And that's okay. Cause you do fight. Being married isn't easy at all. Yeah. It's very difficult to be the best married. Was she, she laid in bed and she pulled the covers over and she turned away from me and only Ooh. her eyes were sticking out. She's like, I'm not mad, not even a little bit. <laughs> like, it's oh, my really? favorite move. Yeah, yeah, so whatever. It, 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 it's, it's. You're always, you're always learning. Anyway, Tiffany, what re- reciprocating the idea of sharing? It's not easy. I don't. I'm not going to speak for. I all forget men. what we're talking well, about. Well, you were saying honest. that you wish Drew would share stuff, right? Oh, and, and you have to think a lot of. A lot of mine came from my job is to keep stress and stuff away. Yeah, that's from, what he says. From you. And He's also afraid of my reaction. That that also <laughs> is part of it. I'm like, tell me how you feel about me so I can change. And then he tells me and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. Oh, yeah. That's actually how what ours <laughs> turned into a fight. I told her how I felt. And she said, well, you can't feel like that. That makes me feel bad. And I'm like, how are you turning what I'm telling you into how you feel? Yeah, that's why I don't say because things. people have feelings. So when you say something and it makes me feel a certain kind of way, then you're telling me that I can't feel that way. Right. The whole conversation turned into what I did and how it made you feel. Uh, it it, it, it so does. That's, it that's takes part of it. It takes a lot of self uh, restriction. Yeah. I don't know the word, but to be able to listen to constructive criticism and accept it and process it and then work to change those behaviors. It's not easy. And defensive is my go-to instead of absorbing what he's saying and reflecting. I instantly go into defense mode. Yeah. Meredith's probably the same way. Yeah. But, but after a while I'm like, so I thought about it and I am kind of a douchebag. And, uh, sorry about that. And I'm going to, the, the biggest thing I know in terms of a trigger is I'll say, Hey, I don't want to talk right now. And you tell me what you think her response is to that. Well, I do. Yep. Yep. It's mine yeah. too. You know, and it's like, no, not right now. Yeah, I usually Cause get then it's, But then we four. have to walk around wondering, and I don't like that. I want to I square it away as soon as possible. I, I don't want to have to sit around and wonder what you're thinking about or what you're angry about or what I've done. I don't like that. Yeah, but it's not, it's never really about what you've done. It's usually stuff that we're just dealing with ourselves. 
I, so just, just through general all of this, stresses? Yeah, through all of this in oh. this fight, I wasn't mad at her at all. She didn't do anything. Right, but the vibe you were giving off... The vibes are real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, I feel that. It was like, it was like this stress aura of knives. Right. And, I'm, and, and I, I was like, what is knives. happening? <laughs> Why are you so yeah, angry? What did I do? And I can be angry and stress and all that and it not be you. It's, it's right, not you. But, but when the, it's very and, rarely you. But the communication breakdown happened, and therefore I thought, well, he's not talking to me. He's not engaging with me. And, and not to this take is, it personal. This is, but this is personal because we also had only had sex like once that week. And that is not our norm. And that's not, and, and I felt like we hadn't connected. And it was not to throw all of our personal stuff out there, yeah, I but fix that. No, Wait. but we weren't. We weren't even looking at it. We were so like stressed and tense by each other that we weren't even attempting to connect. And that also was like, well, he didn't even he didn't even roll over to initiate a poke in like the last week. And that's a sign for for me that we're not on the same page. I don't recall well, that. I do. I count days because I know when it. I know when the poke comes every third day. That's. That's good. Every third day, so I like get two some, times a week. Hmm. So like two times a week. Two to two and a well, two and a half. <laughs> Sometimes she gets potatoed and distracted. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half. Um. Uh. So there's. Uh, so it's. So I. And there hadn't been a, any. Any. Into, and I know. I think that that's. I think that that's just being honest. I know that when you're upset about something, if you're not at least. Every third day. All right, Dave. I know. Hey, I'm in. So what are you doing right now? <laughs> my point my is... podcast is over. I'm going we'll to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my point is... My point is... We we all... When, you're, when you've been married to somebody for... Well, or you just know somebody well enough, you know when something is off. Yes. And that was one of the... That's one of the indicators when I know like, okay, he's definitely aggravated at something and so I assumed it was me as I always or, assume it's me if you're a highly sensitive person with anxiety um you assume everything is off all the time even if it's not which is also a super fun game yeah agreed that I play daily agreed understood understood anyway yeah. thank you so much for sharing so openly I feel like um your openness about your marriage and those issues really really help they help me they help other people so thanks for sharing that with us Thanks, therapist Tiffany. We yeah. appreciate you and your <laughs> and your and your moderation of today's potato. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you an online therapist certificate to put on oh. the wall behind you. If they have one, I want it. Yeah. That's what I want to do if the internet ever goes south. But I'll invoice you guys. Don't even worry about. Don't it. even worry. Nine hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks guys for being here yeah. with us. Make sure that you join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have, who no, have no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. See you we next time. You.